Excuse the smoke. Welcome, welcome, you pot-smoking pandas. This is the first episode of The Smoke Break. I am Dr. Crease. Yo, what up, what up, what up? You know who it is. It's your boy, Dr. J. Mizzle. And we are here today to talk to you with our guest, Scram. Hey, Scram, man. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Doing good. How you doing? Not bad, not bad. Glad to have you. Thanks for coming on. Of course. Scram is a true artist. His brand spans across his music, his art, and his merchandise. He's got some uh, art here that he's gonna that he's showcasing for us today on the Smoke Break. It's pretty dope, man. So, uh, so tell me, man, what what really what got you into uh, doing all this art, drawing, and stuff? What got you into that? I mean, I just started when I was really young. As soon as I could pick up a crayon, I was drawing, and I've always had just that knack for like making characters. And just psychedelics definitely play a major role. Yeah. Mind expansion, like you know, the art form changes over the years. Were you uh, experimenting with psychedelics from a young age? Like, when did you say first? Like Fourteen. Fourteen. Fifteen years old was like the first time I had ate an eighth of mushrooms. Wow. Yeah. So that's cool, man. So you got that. You got your brand, Scram, right? When did when did you uh decide for that to be, come, like your outlet? So yeah, like first my name was Ross MC, the Godson, and then one of my friends mentioned like, yo, if you can come up with one name, it'd be a lot easier for everyone to remember. Right. Just was thinking, and I'm like, what's my whole name backwards? And my last name marks backwards is Scram, and it just sounded right. Went from there. Nice, nice, right? Because you also, you also do a little bit of music as well. Yeah. Right. You got. Uh, you have anything that you have released? Yeah, I got uh, "Scram the Green Lantern." It's got like seven thousand views. Where Where can we check that out? YouTube. YouTube. And also "Scram Super Strain Token." All right. First two videos. Nice. Nice. That's pretty. That's that's uh, that's some interesting stuff that you got going on right now too. Um, your your launch of your website. Yep, screamgear.com. That's gonna be dropping. Uh, like first or second of the month. First or second of the month. So people could just go to your website and uh, pick or up prints, prints, shirts. Shirts coming. Shirts. I have a few left. The same one that Method Man wore in the Soul Train Awards. Yeah. Oh, that's right, Method Man. He he actually wore some of your gear. Yeah, it was dope. The thirtieth anniversary Soul Train Awards. I gave a couple shirts to his son, and then he just like. Now you know his son. How did you meet him? Well, I know Intel, who's the son of You God, and Intel is really good friends with Father Shah, who's Method Man's son. So we all got introduced. Oh, and then and then you gave him you gave him your shirts. Yeah, and. Gave him a couple, and then gave one to his dad, and his dad just decided to wear it on the 30th anniversary. Did he, did he like, talk to you about that, or you just Nah, it? it just happened. It just happened? Yeah. So that, that's pretty genuine, you know? 
that somebody called me up and told me like, yo, Method Man's rocking your shirt. I thought he was sitting in the audience, you know what I mean? Just wearing it, like not opening the show with the performance with it. That was crazy. We could actually pull up a clip of that. I own, I actually have that exact shirt that Method Man is wearing on stage right there in that, that video. What else do you got going on right now, man? Like, I came up with this thing called Scramify, like Scramification. So to turn someone, a picture of someone into a psychedelic cartoon, I trace their face exactly the way it is and then fill it in with psychedelic geometric patterns. I actually saw some of that. You have like, who, who have you done that for? Like, you, I've done you... that for Intel, You God's son, and also for Ziggy Marley's son, Daniel Bamba Tamale. And we have a t-shirt collab dropping this year at some point. What's that one called? Do you like to... Uh, Scrabam. Scrabam, that's like... So I'm Scram, he's Bam, so I had to come up with a word that combined the two. Nice. <laughs> nice. Scrabam. That's pretty interesting. So you're working with some, you're working with some pretty interesting people, and that's pretty... You know, Fatboy SSE rocked my shirt in a comedy skit on his page, which is dope. That is pretty dope. With the recent wave of racism... In the designer industry, where do you see yourself being able to take advantage of such underhanded tactics by the corporations? Just staying connected with the people and always listening to what you know they're looking for, and staying unique and original and not compromising my brand for to make a quick buck. You know. Exactly. They just want the money. Right. Right. And same thing with the industry when it comes into these different aspects of our lives where we showing people with this type of artistic work that this is the originality that we're seeking like i saw this dope ancient mask face on ancient aliens and i'm gonna scramify this and put it on a shirt really soon it's it's so dope oh word yeah yo <coughs> check that out it's powerful. I don't know what it is, but it definitely looks Abrahamic. It could definitely be uh, see a different type of an ancestor, maybe from the Hebrews, because you could tell he got a beard, bro. Yeah, you can see it. He got that same basic. He got that Hebrew look on him, but see, he doesn't have the Hebrew look from the from the East. He has a Hebrew look like people who are from the West. And this one too. All right. Exactly why you see, and then you now you see a variation. So now, well, I can tell from what this looks like. He looks like he's more like a um, <laughs> not seriously like a mongoloid. Yeah. A mongoloid. <laughs> and by saying that, I mean like a Native American, like in the sense of like the ones who descend from the Chinese and oh, okay. the Russians. Oh, you're talking about those guys? <laughs> the ones who came across the Bering Strait. I'm not talking about indigenous Americans. Those were... Now, those are Native Americans. That's different. They was born on the land of America, but it's not their origin or their bloodline. Oh, shit. Right. So, so Scram. Yeah. You know, when you're... When you go to do your art you know who who inspired who inspires you 
I wouldn't say it's one person. I would just say it's the forces of nature. The forces of nature. The spirits of plants. Yeah. Spirits of plants. Yeah, once I catch a vibe, then I just start working. So That's interesting. Just build from there. I don't. A lot of times I don't know what I'm going to draw, and I just start moving my hand. Oh. And it's like I'm channeling sometimes. I look at it, I'm like, how the hell did I do that? I don't know. The truth about it is you actually do know, but it just comes from a place where it's beyond reality, so people wouldn't understand anyway. Right. It's outside of their realm of reality, you know what I mean? It's like, but, you know, that doesn't mean it's not true. But some people have that innate ability to be, like, lost as fuck, but they went the right way. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, they don't understand that, though. It's because it goes, it, it gets beyond you. Because now it's like, but if we had this, if it was the same circumstance, how come you didn't know? Because maybe you just didn't have that intangible aspect that allowed you to have a natural sense of direction. That's one of these principles that you got to take with you everywhere you go. You stay with your original authentic self. You're going to get paid dividends. If you be who they're projecting you to be, you're always going to be shiftless and hollow. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be able to make moves on your own because you need to wait for everybody else to make sure you can make the moves for you. Sometimes you just, you got to stay humble. Kind of like what we're doing here with the smoke break. You know what I mean? Kind of like how Scram got his got his brand out there, you know. If you do what you love, then it's like you never work a day in your life. Exactly. You never lose interest. You never lose that hunger, that motivation. Yeah, but see, there's also the pattern of disruption as well, though, because pattern can uh, can also imply the same exact principle at the same time. Without that type of uh, actual motivation behind it, only the simple fact that you have repetitively done it over time. Sometimes I feel like it's it's an addiction. You know, you're addicted to the negativity. You're addicted to the drama. And I you know, just think that people is addicted to being lazy. Period. People are just addicted to like having bad shit happen to them. It's like they think about, oh, you know what? If I did this. You know, I could get here, but it's like, you know, they want to do that, but like they don't have the motivation to actually get up and do it. It's not even that they want to do it. It's just that they want to want to. You got to remember, this is the seriousness of our times that we're in, you know, like our society is sick. People, many more people that we got over here, like Aaron, that's free thinking and able to find a different way to function in society other than in the basic nine to five quotient that everybody else gets trapped in and then they want to complain about the algorithm but they don't have any way to change it but they actually do they just choose not to because they like the comfortability of what they've been taught to live like you can kind of compare like and not like maybe like a youtube algorithm to real life, like how, like, you know, you decide which videos you want to watch, and based off of what you watch, YouTube develops an algorithm that just pops up videos for you, you know? Exactly. Life is kind of the same way, you know what I mean? You you choose to do what you do, and life, you know, presents to you exactly what you're doing. Life is what you make it. 
as the scripture says about that, simplicity is the is where the truth lies because in complexity comes the ability to use deception. People talking riddles and then you don't know what's going on. Exactly, because right. now all of a sudden the pro the problem was one plus one, but now somehow they finagled it into one plus nine on you. You know what I'm saying? And now all of a sudden you got eight extra points that you're talking about and you didn't even know that they added on the eight points. And it's a funny thing. The, this, this, the, and that's why they tricked everybody into the society into believing they got to work these nine to five jobs. Which it doesn't make any sense when you think about it. They said the society will collapse. That should lead us into the actual topic of tonight's show, which is revival. And, you know, we're going to talk about some things that people might not know about how to revive your body and how you can, you know, potentially cure yourself from cancers and even AIDS and stuff like that, you know. I know exactly what you mean, Chris. I used to have a bad kidney disease, you know. I'm on the kidney dialysis now, but the way that I've taken care of my body is just taking care of me in certain other ways that I couldn't imagine, you know. And, and it's all due to the work and the preparation that you do throughout your life in these type of revival situations. Right. Because remember, a revival is nothing but a muscle memory. Right. So it depends on how much practice you have at using that muscle memory. And it's, the better you get at using it, that has an actual ability. You know, smoke break revival is actually, you know, it's actually that. Because there's been a few incarnations. 2010, I started the smoke break. And since then, you know, we tried it before. But, you know, now it's really going to... Now it's really going to pick up because, you know, we've been talking about this stuff for years. And it's and this is the smoke break revival because this is it. This is the this is the smoke break. The All those other break. smoke break podcasts, you know, that's cool. But they're not the smoke break, you know? Yeah, you know, you can't have a smoke break without the in front, you know what I mean? Because what are you doing with yourself? The smoke break. Oh, that's where we went. Right. Because you could have went on the smoke break. You could have had the smoke break. You could have been with the smoke break. You know what I mean? It's too, it's too versatile. They just, right. You didn't even understand. They forgot the transitions and the conjunctions. So, you know, speaking of revival, there's some things that society wants us to think and people believe that there are actually cures for things. And what, what the real thing is, the only thing that can cure you is your actual immune system. That is the cure all. all right. But that is the reason why certain diseases attack your immune system. So that they can kill you. So we're doing it all wrong. I think we're focusing our energy on trying to actually kill the illness, the disease that's in us, rather than helping our immune system to actually kill 
the disease itself through, you know, dietary restrictions and drinking water. What do you think about that? Yeah, the body can heal itself with anything. It just needs the right tools. Right. Like superfoods mainly. Superfoods. It's a very good way to start. You know, spirulina, medicinal mushrooms, camu camu berry, like vitamin C. All these things keep the immune system running very smoothly. Right. Strong. Have you guys ever heard of Dr. Sabi? Of course, Dr. Sabi. Of Sebi. course, Dr. He's a legend now here. Yeah. He's a pretty interesting guy. I mean, I like he lived an interesting life. I heard some some things like he cured all sorts of diseases. You know, he proved it in court. And what did he actually end up going to jail for? Tax evasion. You know how to get everything. <laughs> nah, really? Was it really yeah, tax evasion? Yeah, he had a certain amount of money on him. They was yeah, yeah they they and it wasn't and it, I'm not talking about no big time tax evasion neither. Oh, so they fucked they, him. Yeah, exactly. They got him on a little cash out. That was it. He went and did a show, you know, a speaking event or something. He got paid, and then they bagged him up because he had to pay taxes on that money because it was past a certain amount of bread. And what did he? What did? What did he die of when he was in prison? I think. What, what was it like? I forget. Because I watched. The, I watched the videos about it like a long was, time ago. I just thought because, he was. It, it was because when you go into those type of. A, first of all, look at like Doctor Seppi. He was on this certain regimen. Now you get into prison, you can't be on that regimen because oh, yep. you're restricted on your dietary. And it's because remember everything that Doctor Seppi knew. The system already knows. But remember, like the Terminator said, it's one of the subroutines, so that way it makes them more efficient killers. So, like, what? what yeah, how would you feel about reanimation, though? If we could eliminate illness, and that's we could we could spend more time preparing for things like, I don't know, like reanimation, like See, the zombies. That's what I'm trying. But that's what the point I was trying to make, bro. You're not understanding. Well, if the zombies get here, I don't think they've yeah, ever came yeah, here before. You're you're not understanding. Have they? Have there been zombies? Yeah, I think... there was zombies in the past, bro. What do you mean? The Sumerians and the Egyptians was both known for bringing necromancy into the forefront in some of their religious practices. And then you get, and then you got those breakouts in like uh, Africa or whatever, right? Not was that Africa, the Samaria. <laughs> what was that? what was that over the uh, Ebola Ebola virus and they were saying yeah, it was reanimating people, about, yeah, people who were not, dying but you and you're not understanding about what about the wasting syndrome with the deers in America so how oh, do you yeah. know see that's the thing people don't realize and they show you it in the Walking Dead season one episode one the opening scene. And then you know what I mean? The crow was already infected. If you look at him in the eye, you could see that he was already infected. But if you didn't know what you was looking at, you would never catch it. Imagine if it you was would, like a bird nah, disease not, that went airborne and that's how nah, everybody got nah, it. No, you're not understanding. The walking it's, dead. It's not a bird disease, bro. It's a spiritual disease. It affects everything that lives. Yeah. That's why in the they said something that it spreads like that. It can go to the animals. They said something on Talking Dead about I think it was um, actually uh, Robert Kirkman. He yeah, said he he said something like, "Oh, things are gonna get uh, like weird, like sci-fi type weird." Yeah, I think they're gonna get into. I think 
you know, because if you go back, right, and you listen to some of the old stuff that was said, his original pitch for the show was aliens. Yeah, but you're not. They might be getting into some alien type stuff in the Walking yeah, Dead. And honestly, not, I think they yeah, should. Yeah, yeah, but you're not understanding how the two would already be playing off each other with the tandem anyway. Because that would make sense. Right. Because if it's an otherworldly bacterium or virus yeah, that's taking a- over the body after death I need a and consciousness snack. leaves, all and it's and it's funny because all this is biblical scriptures. They th- that it takes over your body. You are reanimated. You are resurrected. But the thing is that are you resurrected in your right mind or are you resurrected as one of those things? Yeah, maybe. I think you're right. I, honestly, I think this this new season of The Walking Dead is like actually so good. It's so good. You know, and I don't know, man. I just can't wait for it to for it to be over. <laughs> and it's funny, I can't, too, because, you know. It's funny at the same too, time, because... I don't want that, that. I don't want it to be over. You know what I mean? The season. I mean, like the, not the show. I mean, like the season. Like I don't want it to be over, but I want to see the whole thing. That's the way it works, and sometimes that's why you gotta binge watch. Right? Yeah, that's Cause true. It's more because it's more satisfying when you binge watch it. That's why even even though see. even if the ratings on The Walking Dead go down, you know people are still they are just gonna wait and watch that shit on Netflix and binge it. You know what I mean? So tech, so exactly. really, people are still in the show. People still like the show. You they're just not like gonna give it their time anymore like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they've lost a lot of people key members in the exactly, show. Exactly, and that's the thing. People lost their dedication when their favorite characters got hit up. But see, that's the beast that The Walking Dead is. That's where you can't The Walking it. Dead is, is an unstoppable that's what, beast. That's what it got its fame with, and that's what it got its glory with. So you can't be mad when anybody gets got on The Walking Dead. If you got to take that walk, you know what time it is, buddy. Well, you, you know, know what's funny there? about that? Actually, because how it was before... They were just killing off like like key members and stuff like oh no they might yeah, kill but, you're not ready. but yo they That's killed off said they, they, I'm saying know. I'm saying though they've killed off just so like, many characters that they're afraid to kill off the the remaining original characters they won't do it they won't do it you never know nah they won't do it yo you know why? I'm telling you they only got Carol and Daryl in this bitch now they need to raise to they need to raise Doctor Doctor Sebi from the dead. Right? Raise him from the dead in the show. Raise him from the dead, right? And have him find a way to get all the mucus out of the walkers and make them eat the right things. And maybe there could be a cure on the show. There'll never be a cure on the show like that because they would have ate Sebi already. But that's a real thing, though, right? The mucus. Yeah, mucus is a cause of all disease. Get rid of it. Mucus is the cause of all disease. Dr. Sebi's words, not mine. The, those, yeah, right. Those are his words. But he's proven to be correct in a lot, in a lot of like what he's done. There's actually, there's actually one other thing that I, um, I wanted to talk about. Hang on, I'll be right back. So let us know more about this art pieces over here, man. I mean, this piece right here took months to make. So um, all prisma color markers, my pens. It's all different dimensions in here. I was on mushrooms part of the time I drew it. You see, I'm not one of the people that I ever did any of those type of bio-dopamine type of drugs. 
I'm back. I got. I learned how to use my third eye through the ninjutsu, being able to focus my third eye to see those different things that you would see when you twist it up like that. So, what I got here is MMS, or the Miracle Mineral Water, or Miracle Mineral Solution, or Supplement, or something like that. And basically, you can do like a regimen of this, and you can, and supposedly, it can cure any disease. Like, if you go look it up on YouTube, check it out, MMS. There's a ton of people, a ton of people, endless videos talking about, oh, dude, I got MMS, you know, I drink it, I use it as a cleaner, it cleans stuff, and you drink it. It sounds like it, it would be, like, unhealthy, but that, but, you know, taking, like, if you were to take a whole gulp of this, it probably would kill you, but you take a little drop, one little drop, I'm gonna put one right in there. Come on. Boom. One drop. And one drop. Here we go. Okay. One drop, one drop. And then you put it in there and you let it sit for a minute. Let it swirl around. And it kind of develops like a color. Like if you look at it, you can kind of see it. Can you see the color? It's like a... Yellowish. It's like a yellowish color. And it has a smell. <sighs> Go ahead and smell that. It smells like bleach, bro. Yeah, it does. Yep. I ain't drinking that. <laughs> it's not. It's not bleach, though. It's not bleach. It's the chemical compounds that made it smell like bleach. Yep, it's not bleach. That's how you know that it's going to actually do what, what it's actually, like, inactive. So this is an actual, this is, like, so this, um, the story is, the guy discovered this because his friend had, like, they were, like, uh, I don't know the actual like specifics, but they were on like this trip, this journey together, and his friend was sick, and the only thing he had was these water purification like pills, and he gave them to him. Like he like in some way he had a theory about it, gave it to him, and it cured his friend. And that and after that he started doing like experiments with it, and curing all sorts of people, you know. And so I basically guess, what he's trying to say is it's a way for you to clean your hemoglobin, the water part of your blood, the part that has all your vitamins and minerals in it. It boosts your immune system, like, a lot. I can't give you all the specifics, the specifics, but I would say, you know, don't take my word for it, you know what I mean? I would definitely, you know, go out and do some research on this. Now, I've taken MMS many times and I've offered it to a lot of people and everybody will tell you that it definitely helped. Anything that oxygenates the blood, it automatically heals the blood. You gotta go with ACE number one. You gotta learn about nutrition. If you ain't taking care of your body right, then how are you gonna make it to tomorrow if you ain't got a body to get to tomorrow with? 
It's like trying to go somewhere without a car. Right, body's a temple with that shit, right? Exactly. Yo, fu- fuck you, Jimmy. <laughs> Yo, fuck you. He's just working in the background, Jimmy. You know, that's why you're gonna, if you're gonna make some donations, make sure you do to the Jimmy Fund. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that was the first episode of the Smoke Break Revival. Our guest, Scram. You already know what's up, You already up, know what it is. Scram, man, thanks for coming on the show. Of course, glad to be here. It was great having you. We'd love to have you back on. Some point in time, you know, next time we yeah. can just straight up talk about whatever, you know. Definitely. You gotta keep us up to date on what what you're doing and stuff like that. Yeah, Scramgear.com. Scramgear.com is that the website? Yeah, color prints. Colored prints. Bunch of, bunch of choices, bunch of designs. All it's right. Awesome. A long time coming. You already know. Decorate nice. your apartment with them Johns, and we gotta just next time just let them know it's gonna be. A little bit more musical, a little bit more. That's right. Of a, of a active type of a show. Then our next, our next episode, uh, our guest is going to be seize the moment. You already know, man. You seize already the know. moment. Please condone it. All right, so make sure you guys go and check out Scram. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on YouTube. Where else can Facebook, we find you? Twitter. Facebook, Twitter. I think Twitter's good scram. Still learn how to use Twitter. Yeah. If you guys if you guys go on scramgear.com, you'll be able to pick up some of them. Right oh yeah, yep. you need to order those joints, man. They're gonna be selling yep. fire out here. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. We need that. We when need you level up and look at them and start changing. Maybe well, maybe one day you can scramify the smoke break logo. Definitely. That'd be pretty dope. Hell yeah. That would be pretty dope. That's one of the good things about a real solid, good piece of art, you know. And every day you look at it, it's something different. You know, it's never yeah. the same. It's never the same image, you know, because you're never the same person. It's gotta be multidimensional because none of us Exactly, dude. That's why you watch movies and you pick up on different shit. Even if you watch the same movie over and over and over again, you're still picking up on new shit. Exactly. Because you're a different person, yeah. Well, guys, I mean, don't forget about the giveaway. You know, we gotta reach, we gotta reach those 200 subscribers, or if we reach 2,000 likes on this video, we get to do the giveaway. And I'm like super excited about doing the giveaway. Yeah. Got these, I got these mics all packaged up already. They're ready to go, and we're just waiting. We're just waiting for you guys. We know you like free shit. I, I know I like free shit. Shit, I mean, if somebody was giving away free mics, I would still go for it. Even though I got all these mics. <laughs> I would still, you know. Hey, uh, you never can have too many, you know. You never can win too much. If you want to win the microphone, you have to subscribe to our channel. You have to like us on Facebook. Yep. You have to like and comment on this video. Yep. And then we're going to put you into the database. Where we're gonna randomly choose a winner. Three winners are going to take a microphone. And then you guys can do whatever you want with it. Start your music career. You know, start a podcast. Continue you never know. Whatever you know, it is. Hey, you know, link up with us on the smoke break. Using your mic. That would be awesome. Definitely. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the transition. 
That just means that we gotta go from the on to the off position. So we'll holla at you next time. Alright, you pot smoking pandas. We want you to treat the smoke break like a blunt. Puff, puff, and pass. Share with a friend. Find us on all social media. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, and now on Spotify. So, I need to, I need to hit the bowl one last time before we actually cut this. So you already know we gotta just smoke, relax, kick back. You know, this frequency right. Exactly frequency right. You know, that's why you ain't catching us on no regular radio. That frequency is wrong. So we wanna see what you guys gotta say. So remember, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what other stuff you'd like to see on the smoke also, break. Also, we want you guys to rate the show. All right, so it's it's either it's either cash or trash. Is it a cash money or is it the trash, honey? Tell them it's a transition. You already know the mission. Right. Holla at us when you're out there. Smoke break. Doctor J Mick. You already saying. Doctor Crease, motherfucker. Plant walker in the flesh.